When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. You can be on the show. I'm always looking for people to call in now that Craigslist is gone and dead in the water. I used to get all my people from Craigslist personals. Now I get people, all my people are from people that write into the show who are listeners. Um, so if you want to talk about a secret life that you have or a naughty life that you lead, or if you want to get advice for a problem that you're having, just send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast.com uh gmail.com or go to strictly podcast.com and click on be on the show if you can write a review write a review if you can't write a review but you just want to rate my show just rate it like five stars i got a really bad review it was really hilarious the other day you should go read it <laughs> this is funny um but so if you want to write a good review that's good if you want to write a bad review that's fine too i find those equally as interesting um what else that's about it i have on an uh, this is an update show and what was like interesting to me about this update is like i've been doing my podcast for long enough that like i there's like real change that has been happening to people who have called into my show and now i get to hear all about it what i mean by that is like i always say this on my show that like change doesn't happen overnight it's not like the fucking movies like somebody decides to do something and then magically two weeks later it, it happens you know a lot of times in real life most of the time 100 percent of the time it takes years for real transformation to happen and uh, but it happens right and i love those kind of stories and that's what this is this is like this guy that I had on two years ago, um, and two years ago when he called in, he was a much he was in a much different place than he is in now, um, and he's in a great place now, right? So this is like uh, the ending of a story. It wasn't like he was in a bad place before. He's a transgender guy. Uh, you got to listen to all the specifics about that because it's very detailed. Um, but he was living a very secret life, and he's no longer living a very secret life. He uh, is he's out of the closet, the transgender closet and how he went about that, how everyone reacted and what other kinds of things he's up to is very fascinating. That's what we talk about. I'm not going to give it all away. I'm sure I wrote it down in the intro and you could see it there, but we discuss all that. But like I said, that's what's so interesting about like that's why I like like biographies and stuff because you see life like the whole thing from beginning to end like I mean it, there's never like if you just know somebody at one place in time like they're one way but two years later to me this guy is a very different person um, and uh, that's real life and that's what's 
great about it. And that's why I like doing my show because this is somebody that I talked to a while ago who really changed for the better and is doing great. So this is his story, the part two to his part one story, Sam. You could listen to his first one. I forget. It's like two years ago. I might have to post. I'll post the episode and a link to it in the intro. But anyway, I'll be right back on with Sam. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. Uh, hey, and Sam, remember, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Is Back after anonymous. a while. This is an update show. You called in a while ago. Like, you know, when I saw got your email and I went back to look up your episode, I thought you called in like six months ago, but you called in almost like two years ago, right? Because it was like 2016. Sam is by yeah. gender was your episode i'll give the exact number do you remember the number of it um i don't remember the number of it i'll give it in this intro um it was two parts though there were two parts i forgot about that oh my gosh okay and now you have an update to that so the first part we talked all about your being by gender and what that you were the first by gender person that i that i had on and by gender for mm-hmm. you meant that like, I mean, it was kind of confusing a little bit until you sort of like explained it all right. But you felt at that time, the first time we spoke, you felt like there were two parts of you, male and female, mm-hmm. right? And each part right. of those people, like the male part wanted to be with guys, but he didn't want to date guys, right? The female part liked to be with women too, right? Like, cause I was kind of like thinking that you were both bi with both parts, but it was like more, it, there was a lot to it. I feel like almost maybe people have to listen to the episodes to get all the backstory, right? Because it was kind of complicated, but it's like, I don't I don't know what you're, yeah. I know that you have an update, right? And I feel like we need a little backstory so that people aren't confused, but you're bi-gender, right? Oh, uh, yes. And what I got from the first conversation was that like, because a part of your update is that you came out to your family, Right. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're thinking about transitioning. Now, what will you be transitioning to? I'm assuming a woman, right? Because you were born a guy, right? Even though you're bi-gender. Right. You were born a guy. You felt like you were into both men and women. And you felt like you were a man and a woman. But you felt... And the, the craziest thing you told me on that podcast was that you had grown boobs, right? Even though you were born a boy and you were male. You grew boobs in high school and got them removed you had a breast reduction right but you always felt like sort of like you wanted those back right and we're going to talk about the fact that you might want to transition or you might be thinking about that right now Um, i am um, and what do you want to transition to and how did you tell your family like i don't know where to start well my family uh, was like just one day Put a Facebook post and put it and put them all on it. Basically. Wait, wait, what? What did you just say? I did it over Facebook and I just put a Facebook post, showed them a picture of me, and basically said, "This is me." No, um, no, no. But you got to get a little bit more specific than that. I mean, come on. Like, what does that do? I made a Facebook post. I just threw it up there. My family knew it was me. Like, what is that? What? Do you, what picture did you? Oh put no, I'm up? getting more. I'm getting more into it. No, no, no. But what did you? What kind of picture did you put up? You dressed as a woman, like and, yes, yeah, yeah, as a woman, yes. Okay, and now I have two Facebook pages: one for my male side, one for my female side. And basically, how I introduced my family to my female side, I gave them a link to my female. 
um, page. Okay, so on your mail, and, so on your mail Facebook profile, your friends and family, like everyone that knew you and didn't know about this other side, they were friends with you there, right? Uh, the mail side of you, and you didn't allude right. to anything on that part, right? So your friends no. and family were on there. So what you did one day when you decided that you wanted everyone to know, you put a link like, "Here's the other part of me." Yeah, basically. Without even warning them, you didn't make a phone call. You did it through Facebook. Well, I tried to talk to my sister about it, but she didn't really get it or really didn't really understand what, she, what I was talking about. Well, what did you and, say or did you call her up? Because I know that we, when we spoke, you said that you weren't that close with your sister, maybe. I don't know. But, like, did you call yeah, her on the but, phone? Um, no, I was in person, and we're, I was just talking about... Uh, trying to talk to her about the surgery I had back in the day and that sort of thing. And, and she kind of took it as, I guess I was just talking about the surgery, which I'm like, okay, okay. No, it's not all I'm talking about, but okay. Then I just said, okay, forget it. I know, but listen, I got to tell you, I'm talking to you for three minutes and I forget about our first couple conversations, but like, it is hard. Like if you don't keep asking you questions, you kind of just like say things like, and you just throw them out there. Like you're talking about the fucking weather, but you're saying like really major things. So maybe she didn't understand because you weren't explaining it like easily. Oh yeah, you know totally. I mean? I, I'm not, I'm not saying that she will be off or anything. It just didn't come across. So I don't know. It was, it was probably a little both of us. So yeah, she wasn't like me where she was like, wait a second, repeat that. What do you mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, she didn't right. put, to, like judge Judy, you right. She just you kind of said your thing and threw it out there and she didn't really understand. And maybe you weren't that understandable. And so and then mm-hmm. this so the conversation just fell by the wayside. And that was the end of right. it. Right. OK. And this is also when I wasn't I wasn't as confident and sure about myself as I am now. Right. And this, but this was at, this was in between. So we spoke last like a, a, a year and a half ago, right? This was in between that time and now. This was actually more um, closer to when we last spoke. Okay. Right after we last spoke? Mm, probably a month or so after. Okay. So you went to your sister and you thought, you know, hey, I'm going to like tell her, but she didn't really get it. And then you just, so then you right. decided to do it on Facebook? Well, that that comes later. Then I kind of decided, okay, I'm not going to talk to you know tell them for a while. Then I found a, a support group mm-hmm. that I started going to. And what I was the support group mother, for? Was it for bi-gender people, people transitioning? Like, what kind of support group was it? Transgender people. Transgender, transgender people, okay, which cool. everybody, which everybody falls under that. That's like the umbrella and a term. How I how I think about it anyway. Yeah, transgender the umbrella term and everybody underneath it. Uh huh. Um, so I found a support group, which, um, basically I love, and I mean, you know, I got support from a bunch of different people and I've become kind of a support, you know, supporting other people in the group. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That must have been, and, I mean, you had never joined any of those before this, I mean, cause you've been going through this with yourself, right, for so long. And this was the first time you finally found people that you could, like, that could support you, that you could support people that were like you, that you could yeah. actually talk to. That must have been really great. Yeah, it was. Um, it's the first group I went to that actually got accepted. And actually, um, to this day now, I'm, like, totally involved in the group and everything. Uh, so, 
Yeah, so it's like I've joined groups before uh-huh. in the past. So I've tried to, and they just didn't work out, or it just wasn't the right fit. One was a bisexual group. Uh-huh. I joined because uh, I am bi, and but it, it it didn't work out sexually. Yeah, I was on the same level of them, but gender-wise, I wasn't. Right. You really needed to be in the transgender group, and that right. was the first transgender group you tried to join? Uh, yeah, the okay. first successful one, yeah. Okay. And good. it was it was great. Were, you know, we meet uh, weekly. Uh-huh. Um, and um, all different ages, all different people in their journeys, in different parts of their journeys, and transitioning and that sort of thing. And it's um, been great. And that sort of got me to thinking about where I want to go with this, where I want to go in my life, which I'm still thinking about, but um, I've been slowly, slowly kind of breaking down the barriers and incorporating both lives together. Mm-hmm. Me- both so lives that- meaning like the person that your friends and family know and the person that you called up to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so one morning I decided, you know, something, you know, you need to do it. You need to let them know because if you're going to do a lot more changes in your life, they need to know. Right. Meaning like transition physically? Uh, that's possible. Um, it, I'm still on the, on the fence for that one. Uh-huh. Because, you know, as most transition, transgender people, they're, they feel like they're born in the wrong body. Yeah. I don't feel that way. I feel like my body's both. Right. You want the tits and the dick. Like you have the dick, but you want the tits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really it would be transitioning for you. Wouldn't be about cutting your penis off and getting a, a badge, right? It would be more about you just no. getting breasts. Implants. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and I would not do hormones. Right. Because I want my dick to still work. Right. And you don't need them to grow the tits because you could just get implants, silicone implants. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. That's not a bad deal because I've also heard I've had other transgender. I had one guy. It was a father of a a girl who was transgender, a guy that turned to a girl. And he he told me, which I didn't know, that uh, right now the surgery could take away your orgasms like it could really fuck stuff up yeah. like you know so i think that that's like a huge price to pay you know mm-hmm. to uh change but it and i think that's people, scary yeah but for some people that are willing to pay that price right right but i mean i think it's that's probably uh something that people have to think about before they they do it because oh, that's on. a big trade-off but you don't right. have to and do that which is great no, I don't. <laughs> and on the other side, from female to male, they have to think about if they want kids. Because once you start taking the, the hormones, you know, testosterone, you're, you can't have kids. Right. So all their eggs go to shit. They can't have kids. They don't yeah. have periods. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a lot for to think about. But you don't have to think about any of those things. Remind me how old you are. I am 44. You're 44, right. And you've never mm-hmm. been married. Are you nope. currently with somebody? No. Okay, because I know last we spoke, you were you were hoping to one day meet. You would want to meet a woman, right? 
who was well that's changed <laughs> oh okay because when we last spoke you you were open to or, or looking for a woman that would accept both sides of you right what has right. changed so what are you looking for now I'm looking for a um, pretty much a transgender person. Okay. So if, if whoever I'm attracted to, if it's a trans man or a trans woman, because one of the big things, I don't have to explain anything. They know. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to get me. They're going to get everything. And, you know, it's like, I guess because before I haven't been really around my own people. Yeah. And now my own people, it's like, wait a minute, this is my community, this is where I belong. And people, we get each other. Uh-huh. So, I mean, what, what I want, you know, it's kind of like, basically, I want a relationship with anybody but an act, a cis man. But what? A cisgendered man. Except a cisgender man. And what is a cisgender man? Like a guy who's... A guy. A guy who's a guy. That's what cis means? Like just a regular guy. A guy that isn't transgender. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. That's what cis means. So you have cisgender people is... um, I would be a cisgender person. I'd be a cis woman, right? Okay. So the but, only person you wouldn't want to be with is a cis. But you would, yeah, but you wouldn't want to be with a cis woman either, right? You only would be with a transgender person, whether it's a female. No, female if or I not. found the right woman, I would be with a cisgender woman. That's, you know, oh, you would. Okay. So the only person yeah. you're that's off the table is a cisgender man. Okay, cool. But I think yeah, it would make I don't sense date that you. I just want to fuck them. Right, right. I remember that. Yeah, you're. that's yeah. where you're really by. Um, but with mm. the got with the uh, you know finding all those people at the the support group, like have you met anybody there that you liked or tried to have a relationship with or anything like in that community yet? Um, not yet because they're all younger. A lot of them are younger. A lot of them are dating each other. Um, and right now I've been really concentrating on my journey and where I'm going. So I'm figuring because mm-hmm. my thing is I really can't date anybody until I figure this out. Right. Well, if you wanted to, you could. I mean, if but I it, find that's, somebody if, I think that that's now, your choice. I'm not going to run away. You're going to what? Yeah. Like I said, if I find somebody now, I'm not going to run away from them. Uh-huh. But if but you I'm, have it in your I'm, head that, like, it's not the right time because you have to figure all your stuff out, most likely you won't meet anybody because you are closed off and not in a bad way, but it's by choice, right? On on some part of you is saying like, I need to figure this out before I'm ready to be with somebody, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think you meet people when you're in, like some people would say to me all the time, like, oh, Kathy, you'll meet someone when you least expect it. It's like, no, that's not how it fucking works. Like when you make a decision, like most of the time, it doesn't happen when you least expect it. This is like, if you're not available, you're not available. You know what I mean? I feel like when you say things out loud, like it's just not the right time. I need to figure this out before you're not going to attract somebody into your life yet. It's when you really want, and and that's your choice, right? If you decided yeah. to in three minutes from now, like, you know what? I really want somebody like you would be able to find somebody. It wouldn't matter what, what you're trying to figure out or where you're at. It's really up to you, like whether right. you're interested or not. That's what I really believe. No matter what shows up in somebody's life. Cause I think a lot of times people are acting like they really, want a relationship but and they don't meet somebody and it's because on some level they're not available I, you know you don't sound like you're available because you don't want to be available yet you might have commitment issues too we've talked about that right 
Uh, no, well, the commitment issues was from, you know, the whole confusion of who I am and hiding myself. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And now you're really Which coming is, into your own because you're right. not hiding yourself. So, um, no. you know, I would think you're getting closer to being, oh, yeah. you know, ready for a relationship. If you wanted a relationship, you could have somebody now while you're figuring stuff out, as long as it's somebody within your community, right? Because like you said, they would totally understand where you're, who you're at, what you're going through, where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Well, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Right, I'm not closed off saying I don't, you know, I'm never going to find somebody. But I'm, I'm just not actively looking. But if somebody comes along, I'm not going to push them away either. Okay, cool. Okay, so you haven't dated anyone within that community, but once you found them, that it was really helpful, and then that helped you to eventually tell everybody on Facebook. Uh, most people, not everybody knows, but only the important people know. Well, I mean, when you put shit on Facebook, doesn't like kind of everyone know. <laughs> I mean, like, well, who doesn't you know? know? I'll put it this way. Everybody knows something, but not everybody knows everything. Like, everybody knows on transgender because I put that out on my Facebook page a while ago. But they just know that. They haven't met the other person. Right. You haven't come out as the other person. You haven't come out as a female. Right. You haven't, they, they walk- I have some friends who know both. I have, some, I have a lot of friends that know both and stuff. But, you know, um, there's people in my job. You know, they pretty much don't know, and I'm not going to come out of my job. And it's all, you know, that's just a can of worms I just don't want to deal with. Right. Right, totally. But so and, just keep walking me through the story. So you go to, like, when does it come to be that you're, like, really ready to let everybody know? Because I think that that's, like, a big day in your life, right? Like, isn't that, like, really major? Yeah. It's really major, and it's, like how I usually do things, it's just one day I get up and something clicks. It's just like, okay, do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so something you know, just clicked when? Um, this was probably uh, five or six months ago. No. No, not five. It was probably like three months ago, about three months ago. Okay, so that's pretty recent. So you, after yeah. being a part of this support group and stuff and being around people that understand you and really having a mm-hmm. sense of community for the first time, eventually, after a while of that, you decided to just really go to the next level, which is like really Correct. being honest with everybody else. And it's sort of like coming mm-hmm. out of the closet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that day you woke up, like you said, you just figured something, a switch went off and you were like, I'm going to do it today. And you decided the best way to do it was on Facebook. Now, your parents are both past, right? Like you don't have a mother or father, right? right? So basically when you say your family, who were you letting know? Like all your cousins, all your aunts, uncles, like that kind of people? Because I know your sister, you yeah. tried to tell her. Mm-hmm. My sister, my, my two cousins, my niece, my nephew. Right. Okay. So, and then eventually, then they told everybody else in the family, but but we're worried, not really worried about everybody else in the family. Right. Okay. Just about them. Right. Okay. So when you put out that ad, were you like nervous, or you just knew it was the right time? Like, did you know how people were going to react? Like, what were your feelings about it? Basically, at that time, I said, "Fuck it, I don't care." Right. So whatever happens, happens. But you know, you gear yourself up for to fight. You know, for a fight, for a reaction, for a bad reaction, 
it never came. Everybody was supportive. Everybody was like, oh my God, you know. Um, That's awesome. My cousin, my cousin was like, oh, this explains why you've been distant for the last few, you've always been kind of distant. I'm like, yeah, basically. Right, it um, sort of put the pieces together because probably people always wondered right. why there was like a wall up around you, right? And nobody mm-hmm. could get close to you. Right. And then maybe this would um, give them hope that now that they that you know, you're being more honest and they know who you are and they're accepting of it, that they can get closer to you and you can let these mm-hmm. people into your life more so than you had your whole life. I mean, you're 44 years old and you didn't have a lot of close relationships, even with, besides your family, even with friends, really, because you were sort of, because of this, uh, because of this big yeah. thing in your life, right? So to take that away really opens mm-hmm. up yeah. a lot for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even told my best friend mm-hmm. from high school, and it's funny, because all he said, because uh, you know, I put it up the page, and he just said, you look good in a red wig. That was about <laughs> his reaction. He was cool with it. He and he made a joke. Oh yeah, he's like, he's like, I love you. You know, I love you. And you know, you keep the red wig. You look at that. Right. That's that's awesome. Did any? Mm-hmm. So what? Like, who was the first person? Did your sister call you? Did she email you back? Like, what was the like? How did you get? Like, how do people the respond? First per, the, the first was my cousin. Right. And who immediately said, "Call me." Mm-hmm. I called her, and she's like, "Oh my god, what what what?" what? What is this? What? Right, right, right. Yeah, because uh, I mean the way even the way you tell me, like I just sent a link to my other thing. Like I was like, you'd want people would of course have questions. Right. And then I explained it to her and you know, she's like, you know, I'm totally supportive. Then I told her about some of the stuff I'm involved in and she's like, Well, why did you tell me? I would be I would have been there as you know, I would have been there next to you, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, that's, a, it's like, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Like, I feel like yeah. when you, you think to yourself, like, wow, why did I do this when I was 24? But maybe, like, they wouldn't have been that way, you know, 20 years ago, you know? Uh, sure. It's a different world we live in now. Things are so much more accepted, right? Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of trans people before you have been coming out and helping, you know, uh, other trans people to make that sort of to come out of the closet and it be in a in a in a society where people are just more accepting of it so it's an easier kind of a thing right than if you were to do it 20 years ago it's right. not like people don't know what it is it's like it's starting to be m- more mainstream yeah i mean i think also what's what's getting me to be more active is the current the current political climate Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like you know something you know if we're going to make this well better for people for people behind me I need to step up right you felt like you had to get on board and start helping people too by coming yeah. out and the only way you could do that is by really being yourself and being that minority right. that stands up for mm-hmm. being a minority right mm-hmm. I think that that's great right. and I think a lot of people are doing that and that's like a great thing because you know this is reality. It's like all the people on my show. Like, it's not like people like this don't exist. It's just like people just were keeping it under wraps, right? Why not just be the fucking mm-hmm. truth, whatever that is, right? Yeah. So your, when did your sister call in? How I'm curious about her reaction because you kind of tried to explain it to her and then you said, her, like, did, did your relationship with her stay the same? Was she, like, not really talkative about it? Did she call you? Like, what happened with her? 
Um, we talked on the phone, and she and then she said, "I guess you were trying to tell me that day, huh?" Right. I said, "Yeah." Um, she's totally supportive. She like shows my pictures to everybody. Like this is this is my uh, I don't know what she calls me, her brother or what. I don't know. <laughs> right. What would you want her to call you? I never got hung up on pronouns. Some people do, uh-huh. and some people it's a big thing. Uh-huh. I've never got up. I never got hung up on pronouns because it's like it's for me. I'm both. So that's what I was gonna say because you're both. So it's like you you wouldn't be hung up. It would be you could understand the person that does get hung up on it. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Um, so for you, you don't. Right. You're not that person. Right. For me, my pronouns would be them and they. Right. Okay. But I. I said, I'll answer anything, you know, mm-hmm. well, almost anything, but <laughs> right. Right. So she talked to you. So she was super accepting and everybody was mm-hmm. like, you didn't have any problems anywhere. No, I mean, I have one cousin that I guess has said some stuff to other people in the family and they basically told me to ignore them, which we ignored her anyway. So it's so like, I, I don't really care. Right, because the majority of them, you have everybody supportive. There's the one bad person in your family that's like being an asshole and nobody cares about that person. Everyone's got your back. Right. Yeah, that's great. And what about your friends? They were all super supportive. Like you said, your best friend, which is very important. Yeah, I mean, he's supportive. I mean, he's not going to sit here and have a conversation with me about it. Uh Yeah, but guys don't talk about anything like that, really. It's not a guy thing, right? No, it's not. And, you know, we we end up talking about baseball and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you like you normally would. Right. Yeah, but that's just how guys are. So that's cool. That's probably mm-hmm. easier for you, right? Because at least he knows yeah. and you didn't have to have like a big conversation about it. But you let him know. Right. Through Facebook, which is just, I don't know why, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> well, he, he I, I had the conversation with him in person. Oh, you did? Before the Facebook thing. Yeah, because I just said, you know, I have, you know, gender stuff. And, and he said, oh, I know, and I still love you. So, you know, so I, that was about the most of the conversation. So with him seeing the Facebook post wasn't that. Oh, okay. And so he said, I yeah. know. So it wasn't like it was a surprise to him. Well, he knows because I kind of came out to his wife a, a while ago. Okay. By accident. By accident. Yeah, I think I might have said that last time where I was, Helping them move, so I'm in the garage, um, upstairs, and and helping her bending over. So I thought she saw my underwear, which you know, my underwear was Victoria's Secret underwear. I don't so, remember this. Okay, maybe I didn't tell you, but I thought she saw my underwear, so I told her. Right, and what did you say? Like, like, hey, listen, you might have seen. I do like to wear women's panties. Like, I'm, I'm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, based something like to that line, and she's like, "No, I didn't see it." I'm like, "Oh, great!" So I just came up to you without, you know, didn't have to. <laughs> so I knew, I kind of knew it back in my mind. He knew since then. So I'm sure she told him. Of course. Yeah, and the minute you left, she I, told him, but he never yeah. said anything to you about it. No. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, uh, you told everyone you had no problems with anything. How do you feel now that everybody knows and you could be yourself? But you said that they haven't met like the female you, right? Like you haven't shown up like dressed up as a woman. Not yet, no. 
Are you re- are you gonna do that? Have, has anyone oh, asked us to meet her? Well, the last time I hung out with my sister, she was actually disappointed that she didn't that I didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> Is your sister married with kids? No, she's she's not married, but she has two kids. She has two kids, right? And they were cool with yeah. it. How old are her kids? Oh yeah, um, they're uh, My nephew's like twenty five, and my and niece is twelve. I think she's like uh, fourteen, fifteen. I mean, like I'm sure, like your sister yeah. would have fun seeing the girl, like you know, because it would be like you know the sister that she never had. <laughs> well, my niece was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take you lip gloss shopping." Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. And so, mm-hmm. and so now, as far as your transitioning, right? Because I know that that was another thing. Like, you're not dating anyone. I'm just trying to think of all the updates we could talk about. Like, you're not dating anyone yet. You're probably on the yeah. verge of that. You know, I yeah. think you only just came out like three months ago, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I would think after, you know, sort of six months of that, you know, to a year then you could and you're you'll be able to really finally i think for the first time in your life be really ready for a real relationship don't you think mm-hmm. yeah do you want that in I your life so. i do so uh, yes i do you do do you want kids i do but that's going to be depending on who i'm with right so like because if you're with a guy and and, right, like I mean. Well, the only way I'm going to be with a guy is is if he's a transgender, trans right? right? So maybe if he hasn't had the operation, he could still get pregnant. I just, it's so confusing. Yeah, some, yeah, some, but but a lot of them, uh, depending on the person, some want to get pregnant and have kids, some don't. Right. Uh huh. Um, a person that I'm become really good friends with, and they haven't transitioned yet, but they do not want to have kids at all. Right. So is there this person that you said that you're close with, is this someone that maybe you could possibly be interested in? Um, me? Yeah. Her? Or they? I don't think they would be interested in me. But I don't know. Right. But that, but so it's a woman, a trans woman? Woman, she wants to go from, she wants to go from female to male. Okay. And she definitely doesn't want kids. No, she does not. Right, and you would be. She calls in, it. She calls. She says, "Why is it natural to, to have an alien come out of your vagina?" So, <laughs> right. She's, <laughs> that's her reaction to it. So I'm like, okay. Right. Well, the minute it would come out of it, she'd realize it's not an alien; it's a baby. But so she's not well, into it, but you are. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not a I'm deal breaker. The, it's not a deal breaker. I'm I'm at the age too where I'm like, okay, either this person's going to have their kids already. Uh huh. Or they don't want kids. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna date a 20 year old. <laughs> right, right, right. I hear you. Right. So if you're dating someone in their 40s, it's not like right. So maybe you'll get kids like through a step situation, right? Like you be the step right. dad or mom or whatever. Right. Or maybe I, you know, lucky find somebody wants to have kids. Or maybe I never have kids. If I don't have kids, it's not. I've, I've dealt with that mentally and I've come to terms with that. As far as, why? Did you always want it and you decided that if it doesn't happen you're okay with it but you did always yeah, used to basically. want it? Right. Yeah, well, you, listen, you could, As a guy, I mean, never say never because you can oh, yeah. 
still have like even when you're 55 you could still have a baby if you want it you're not getting any surgery mm-hmm. or anything so you'll always have your testosterone so you could always have that kid and you don't know who you'll meet and what the situation if you meet a 41 year old woman you're 44 you know most guys that are 44 aren't with like 44 year olds are with 37 year olds you know what I mean a 37 year old could get pregnant like there's no problem with that so you you could still for sure have a baby if that's what you want I don't think you have to resign yourself to the fact of it not happening if you really want it you know you should you know you should uh you know you should go for it because you could still you could have that if you you know yeah it's not like I'm resigning I'm myself to not having kids. It's kind of like, okay, whoever I'm going to meet, whoever's going to become that special person in my life, I'm going to accept them, whatever comes with that. Right. And so if they want to have kids, you'll have kids. If they don't, you don't, you don't have to. It'll be more about who right. you meet, who's that person. Right. Yeah, that's good. It's more important who you meet. Mm-hmm. So, so the transitioning... I don't know why I keep going back to this and why I'm so confused. The transitioning okay. that you're thinking about now is basically like surgery to get breasts because, you know, yeah. it's sort of to fill that void. Because, like, I do remember you saying that, like, when you had those taken off of you at a young age, which was very weird that they grew on somebody who was transgender, right? <laughs> you always felt like they belonged yeah, well, belong there. That explains a lot of... They explain a lot about hormones and genetics because it's basically saying my body was both making um, female stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Um, was uh, my body made more estrogen than it did it than a normal male body did? Yeah, and more so, so than some so, girls, right? You probably have bigger boobs than some girls. Oh, <laughs> uh, we ne- they never grew that. They never got to that size. It was like when they started forming, we had the du- reduction. Right, but they were forming. Yeah. Right. I mean, enough for you to go to the uh, the hospital and get a reduction. I mean, it wasn't like right. nothing. It was like, and that's like a serious thing, I think, when you're a kid. How old were mm. you again? I was in middle school, so. Like seventh grade, was, eighth grade, you know, that's yeah. like a, a, a. I was just in middle school, yeah. Right, and you were growing boobs. I mean, like that. So you had a lot of estrogen going for you. So you're thinking about. Do you know? Have you met anybody in your support group that's like you, like exactly like you? Meaning, like they're both they see themselves as bi gender. They're both into male and female. Yeah. They they want to stay the same, but maybe get boobs. Anyone that's like further along and did get the tits, like, do you know anyone like that? Um. I'm sure I've met people, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't... I know some people... There's some people in my group who are bi-gender, yes. Um, but, there's, you know, there's some that don't want to... There's one person, you know, she's born a she. She considers her bi-gender, and she doesn't want any surgery. So, you know, she dresses very... Well, her pronouns are they, and they dress very... And, I would say, androgynously, but gen, gender-neutral. Um... She doesn't want, you know, they don't want a surgery and that sort of thing and keep misjudging her. And it is what it is. Now, I wish I had her chest. Hell yeah. <laughs> right, because she's got the tits. But she was born a woman. She's, yeah, she's got nice ones too. But <laughs> Right. Right. And you like boobs. I mean, you like to fool around with women and their bodies and mm-hmm. how they are, right? Yes. 
and you like guys too. Yes. Right. And the girl that you like at your place that you don't think would like you is a trans is a is a woman transgender, right? To guy? She's female to male. Right, female to male. And you guys are close, yeah. but you don't think she likes you. Now, who who you've been discussing the getting the boobs thing, and like, how close are you to doing it or not doing it? Well, I'm not close to being. It's it's recently in, in the last couple of months that I really started thinking about it. Well, listen, in the last um, couple of months, everything's been going on. Last couple of months yeah, is when well, you t- t- talked about on Facebook and let everyone know, and then. Now you're doing like I mean it's that's another major thing like everything's coming to a head here. Yeah, it's a big year so for you. Yeah, it is. 2018. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Right. <laughs> True. <laughs> That'd be such a pivotal time for you. It is major. It is. You know, you have a couple months to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that. You know, I ser- I've always, it's always been the back of my mind of doing it, but now I'm seriously thinking about it. So, so it's going, okay, how would I do it? Okay, how big do I want them? Um, if, I, if I get them now when I want to present mail, how am I going to do that? Is who's going to re- wind up presenting you? No, I said if I want to present mail after getting them, how would I do that? Oh, right. Well, don't some some of them like tape them down? Like, what about the ones that haven't yeah. done any, right? I mean, couldn't you? Sure, but then I'm sitting there thinking, so, am I really going to want to tape them down after getting them? Probably not. Right. I know, man. I'm going to want to show them off. <laughs> right, uh-huh. And, like, don't you feel like maybe in a weird way it would be, like, coming full circle to who you were always supposed to be? Like, you know, kind of, like, maybe you would feel complete then. Maybe that's, like, the one last thing that's missing. Because it was something that you were supposed to have, and then it was taken away, and you always kind of missed it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe, I mean, what would be greater, the missing them more and never having them or every now and then wishing that they weren't there so you could like just present as a guy you know like which is which is greater well I have this feeling that if I got them I'd probably be more living as a female than a male you'd be more, more what living as a female than a male okay I right I don't I'm just thinking in my head that's probably what I would end up doing just because you'd have these big tits because, I mean, you're yeah, not going to well, get a small B cup, right? No, I want to be proportionate to my body. I'm not going to get, like, ridiculously large. Right, right, right. Okay. So, and mm. how do you feel about living as a woman? Like, it's a lot of work being a woman over a man. Like, if I, re- I don't know, if I had the choice, I'd rather be a guy as far as day-to-day. <laughs> it's more it's more work being a, being a transgender woman. Right. <laughs> Of course it is, even more. Because I wear because I wear a wig and I have and to no, take care of No, that's what I mean. It's hard like enough that. being a regular it, woman. I mean, listen, the wig yeah. is actually a good thing. I wish I had a fucking wig. Like, it's just like a, real hair is annoying. You get a blow dry it, it frizzes up in the weather. Like, you get a nice wig. Like, you just slap that yeah, shit off. Yeah, but wearing, wearing a wig, wig in the daylight today, yeah. Uh, right, right, right. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But, um... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, and, I mean, uh, I just think it is a lot of work being a woman over a man. That's something yeah. to think about, right? True. Um, but I don't mind that work. You don't mind it. Do you like it? 
at times, yeah, and at times, no. I mean, you know, in the summer it sucks because for everything that I would have to wear, I would have to wear to present as a woman is, you know, tights and like a hose. Heat. Right, right, right. It totally. Mm-hmm. It just makes you hot. Right. Um, you know, I go out and it's like I'm, I'm melting. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great in the winter because you know I can go out in zero degree weather and I'm warm because of everything I have on. <laughs> yeah, you got a bit. You got a hat on. That wig is like a hat. Right. Well, how? I mean, can you grow and your my could, fake clothes on? What and, about your hair? Couldn't you grow your hair out to be like uh, more feminine? I'm starting to grow it out and see what I'm gonna do with it. Because there's other alternatives to wigs nowadays. Yeah. There's like, oh, yeah. you know, extensions I, that you could just clip in for the day and then they're not just going over your whole head, you know. So I feel like the, the you know, the wig thing doesn't have to be a definite. I don't know. I'm looking into, uh, this is stuff I'm starting to look in now since I decided, you know, to move forward. Yeah. So you have decided to move forward. Yeah, it's just I don't know what the path is yet. I'm slowly figuring that out. And what are your choices? Um, what are the choice? Like, what are the paths that are in front of you as far well, as Well, the options? biggest path is do I do I get my boobs done and do yeah. I do that or do I do what I'm doing now, which is use silicone boobs? Yeah, and stay and stay as a guy, and then you don't have to present as a female, but you could do it when you want to. Right. It's a hard but, thing. Yeah. It's a hard thing, but one of the things also is I would love, and this is my exhibitionism coming out. Yeah. I would love to take off my shirt and take off my bra and have my booster. Right. Mm-hmm. And like just have tits, real ones. Yeah. So, you know, and so they, they you know, and, and part of that is my exhibition and part of that is they're supposed to be there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I mean about coming full circle because it was something that like you always felt like you, maybe you shouldn't have mm-hmm. done. That was a part of you. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I didn't know, and of we course. didn't know. I mean, I wish my parents were alive that I could ask them about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we... I'm not upset because the first person, that, first thing everybody asks us is, "Are you upset at your parents?" I'm like, no, because they did what they thought was right. Right. Of course. I mean, you wouldn't have right. wanted. I mean... You didn't know what. Who, you know, we're talking about the early 80s. Who knew what? Yeah, and you wouldn't have wanted that. And imagine changing in the dressing room would have ruined your... You would have never had any friends. People would have made fun of you. Like, well, I, mean, I didn't change in locker rooms anyway. So, Oh, you didn't? I was always afraid of that. And I also was always afraid of getting a heart on in a locker room. Oh, because guys were around. And you knew you were into Which them. Which I didn't really realize I liked guys back then. And I just... I would just get hard in the locker room and be like, okay. Oh, interesting. And it's later on in life, you're like, well, yeah, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. I never even thought of that. That's probably a lot of, like, you you were like, at that point, you were gay, kind of, right? Or whatever you want to call it, bi. But you didn't really know because you were too young to really understand. But, like, why else would you be gay? Well, I knew I liked girls. I knew I I liked girls. I masturbated the girls. Yeah. But... But I also masturbated the guys, and it was like, but I never put two and two together. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Even at, you know, even in high school, I would look at guys and be like, okay, but I never, it never clicked. Right. <laughs> who have you fooled around with late, recently, lately? Who? What? Who? Where are you getting your action from? 
<laughs> Any action? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of mostly guys because they're easy. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Okay. The last time I was with somebody was I had three guys at the same time. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about you. You got a. You were very uh, into sex. Like, I mean, you did a lot of things. You were into threesomes, foursomes. Like you've been with a lot of people. Oh yeah. So where did you find the three guys? Actually, in the video store, actually. And you were all there, or did you meet one? And then he said, "I have two friends." And then. Oh um, no! Well, it's it's a place that I I go to every now and then. I don't go as much as I used to, and it's it's. The three guys go there a lot. I've met them before. Okay. So, um, and it wasn't, it was kind of the same, but one left, and then I played around the other two. Now, it would, did you fool around with them, like, in the store? Like, is there, like, a like those booths that you yeah, could go into? Yeah, it is a, this one has, like, a, they call it a theater, but really it's a room with TVs playing porn, and you have couches. Right. So you went in recently? How how long ago was this? Um, probably two weeks ago because so, I've been busy. Right. So the guys were there, the guys that you've known in the past, and you guys like. So uh-huh. what happens? Like someone just, like you just all go into the room. Um, that night I'm sitting in the room and talking to one guy. Um, and talking to another girl, another trans girl that I know. Um, so we're sitting there talking and blah, 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 that's done for a while. And, you know, she, she leaves and he was talking about being with this couple a couple of weeks ago and blah, blah, blah. And I was horny that night. So he's standing in front of me and I'm just, he's just talking. So I just start rubbing his dick. You know, said something to the back of what she's doing doing something like that. And he's like, yeah, and took it out, started sucking them. So you all kind of gave each other blowjobs? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was sucking him. Then this other, then the other guy came in. So while I'm sucking him, I'm, I'm jerking him off. And then the third guy comes in, and the third guy likes, likes sucking me. So I end up laying back on the couch and letting him go down on me. Wow, so that was a real foursome. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, so you're like sucking a guy off, jerking another guy off while another guy blows you. Right. Yeah. You were like in the prime position now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and then the the one guy left. The, the one guy I'm jerking off. Um, came and left. He came. He came and then left. Um, and then, um, so I played around with the other guy for a while, so he came on my tits. Uh-huh. And then, um, the other guy eventually came in his mouth. Now, when, when was the last time you were with the woman? That was a while. A while ago? Yeah. That's cool. So what do you think mm-hmm. you're going to wind up doing? Do you have any idea? Are there any other updates besides? I mean, I would assume that it's, I mean, it's like a major update, the fact that you told everybody and came out of the closet and that you might be transitioning. Is there anything else new that you're doing or thinking of doing or done? Oh, done? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what else could there be? 
Um. Well, I mean, what? I mean, sexually, I had a guy um, bend me over. That was a do thing. Uh, you mean you got fucked in the ass? He never really went in me. Uh huh. He just rubs his dick on me. Uh huh. And you liked it? That's, yeah, that's because I had a dildo with me. <laughs> right, right, right. There was no place to go. <laughs> well, I did that on purpose because sometimes when you're playing around with somebody, people are not so, you know, especially guys will just come up to you and think, oh, it's free open. It's like, no. <laughs> right. You, you, you got it filled. You got it taken care of. You don't need them. Right. Uh-huh. But what about, so, so what do you think you're going to do, though, about the transitioning thing? Your two paths, I'm assuming, are either you do it and you get the tits and you become more so a woman, right? Or mm-hmm. this way you stay a man. And, like, you know, do you think that it would change as far as, like, who you could meet? Like, I think it would, right? Don't you think there would be a difference in who you could meet as a woman, transgender woman as opposed to a bi-gender guy right now? Yeah. Yeah. It would change. And do you have any preference? I know that you don't say that you do and you're really super open, but like if, like say you could create the perfect scenario for yourself and like, and you, so you meet the perfect scenarios that you meet somebody that you really care about. Like who is that person to you? Do you see that person as a transgender guy, a transgender woman? Like, what do you see for yourself? What would be your ideal? I know you're, like you said, you're open to anything. It would be, if I could build the perfect person, it's right now probably still be a cisgendered woman. A cisgender woman. That could be okay with your male and female side, mm-hmm. right? Right. And now, do you have? I'm assuming in that as much as I like dick, I love pussy. So right, and you and you like both, but you would want to be with somebody that you could have an open relationship, so you could go full around, full around with guys. Yeah, I would want somebody that maybe she wants to join me, join with me. Right. Uh huh. I mean, listen. I think that there's somebody for everybody, and the minute that you're really ready to be with somebody, and you, I think maybe you have to figure out the whole transitioning thing for yourself you yeah know? well that's that's why i haven't really been pursuing anybody because like let me figure this out first yeah i think you need to do that and then and and do whatever it is you have to do either you're going to put to rest the the, the breasts or you're going to go get them and i don't think you know like listen if you decide you said it normally for you it just you just wake up one day and you decide it's like if you decide to go the breast thing, like that's not that big. Like once you make the decision, it's just like you have to just make the surgery, get the surgery, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and then after that, you could open yourself up to meeting somebody for sure. Yeah. So it's just like you gotta figure it out so you could get to that too. No, mm-hmm. I think you gotta do sure. everything in 2018. You got to the end of this year. You're going to know by the end. Of the, you're going to figure it out by the end of this year. Yeah, I think I will. Don't you think? Are you leaning mm-hmm. more like 50-50? Is it 50-50? Is it 60-40? Is it 80-20? It depends on like how I feel that day. Right, so it changes. Or that's hard. Around. Or what, yeah, or that's why I haven't done anything. Or what, who am I around? Yeah. Like if I'm around a bunch of of trans women who have had it done that I want to do them. Yeah. Um, 
if I'm at a porno theater, yeah, I want to do them because I would love to take off my shirt and have it sitting there. Yeah, you're horny, right. Um, <laughs> if it's a hot day like today and you think about all this shit you have to do as a woman, you're probably like, I wouldn't want to. I would still do it. It's funny, I would still go out because I'll just deal with it. Right, so that's not something. Or I'll you. go someplace air conditioning. Right. So something you know, has to happen to make you really sort of be more definitive because you're really on the fence. Yeah. Right? I'm, not, I'm on the fence, but the thing about it is that on the fence, I was on the fence with everything. Now I'm just on the fence with that. Right. And that's major because, yeah. like I said, the coming out was like huge. I mean, it must be like a, a big weight has lifted off of you. Do you feel like you're closer yeah. with people now in your life? Um, have you been able to people, be yeah. like closer with your sister? Uh, not totally. Um, cause I'm still kind of, I'm still in that. I'm used to having her at a distance thing, which I got a break. Yeah. But it's only been three months um, and it might just take time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause she wants to come to one of my support groups and stuff. And oh, wow. That's major. Support group. Yeah, and everybody the support was like, yeah, you should bring her. And I'm like, I just haven't gotten to doing it yet. Right, so you're still holding back a little bit. You're used to keeping people at a distance probably. I mean, you've been doing it your whole life, so it probably is yeah. a little uncomfortable to let people get really close. That's natural, but I think that right. uh, that'll be a big step for you, and you should let her come, and I think that that's really great that she wants to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because I think it's sad when you have both parents that died and you don't, you haven't had a significant other in your life. You don't have kids. Like I just, you know, do you have any pets? Like someone, everyone needs somebody to like love. You know what I mean? Like no, I don't have, I don't have pets because of my work hours are so crazy. I wouldn't do right. That so so like, who do you like love? Do you know what I mean? Like I had a friend like you. I used to call her Cuntney, and she's like never had any. Like I forced her to get a dog at some point, and then eventually after that she got <laughs> everything else. But like she had nothing, and I was like, who do you fucking love? Like you have to love someone and like some people like they don't have yeah, any like kids or, but they have like a dog or a cat or something right like so you yeah. have you, you need to bring that into your life and i think like i think this is the I'm time ready to for bring you. That in my life. 100 if you weren't ready you would have never do- did what you did what you did took such right. balls it was such a game changer in your life it's like i said it's mm-hmm. such a pivotal time when you're like 80 and you look back like 44 yeah. was a big the 2018 was a big shift and a big change for you, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that that definitely shows that you're ready for letting people in and getting closer with people, you know, and having somebody to love and whoever that starts off with, you know? Uh, yeah, so, and putting so down that whole... barrier, there's no reason not to have people close to you no, anymore. Yeah, because even the whole sexual thing with me, it's, it's kind of gotten like, okay, I'm done. Right, because that was always all that kind of sex you were having was mu- it was very unintimate, right? Oh no, it was me getting off. Right, just you. Know, you. I didn't care what ever- I didn't care what everybody else was. I didn't care if you got off or not. Right, there is no intimacy. Intimacy is something between two people. You know what I mean? It's an right, exchange. Which is something I really want. Right, and so I think that and there's no way you're not going to get that now. Like, I like right. it, things are like dominoes. I always say, like, you do one thing and then a, a million things get changed after that, you know? 
the, the, the so I think your dominoes are set in motion. You know, it's just like and, yeah. and things are happening for you and things are changing. Uh, ever since yeah, you mean, put out that post. Yeah, because I write I write an article now online. Uh huh. About my experiences being transgendered. Uh huh. That's amazing. I doing that. Do you want people to read it? Do you want to give a shout out to you where they could find it? If you, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no, because I don't want to. It's not my website that it's on. Okay. So I don't want to put that out there because it's somebody else's. Right. I, I hear you. Okay. Okay. So you do a blog. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, I'm a writer on this website, so right, right. That's cool. I'm one of the writers on it. So, so you know, I don't want to put it out there, and they don't want it out there that way. You well, know, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so you're a writer about it now too. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people in this community have have issues about where stuff goes sometimes. I get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they're not always out or they're not always that. Or that totally. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, listen, it's not 50 years from now. I mean, it's not like even though I said things, people are much more open-minded. It's still, you know, not 100%. Yeah. You know, it's just started to mm-hmm. get movement and stuff and people starting to accept it. So I understand that. That's no big deal. So you like, you enjoy writing for it? Uh-huh. I enjoy writing. And, you know, it's... um Lately, I've been thinking, you know, I've been thinking like my I've changed, but I'm still holding on to my old life and, yeah. you know, my old job, my old life. And, and it's actually, I've changed beyond that. And I've been so scared to let it go. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm getting to the point where you need to let it go to move forward. Whatever yeah. you're going to move to, whatever I'm going to go to, that's, you know, important but the thing is you can't you're holding on to stuff from a life that you don't live in yeah i always say this and i think it's very true because i've changed a lot in my life and even though change and even when change is very good there's always a death and it's the death of like the old way and even like i said even when it's a good thing and you're going into a good place death has the the ending and the change has always been hard for me because the death part of it, right? The ending mm-hmm. of whatever it is, even if it's not something, even if it's something you're so done with and stuff, it still is an ending and there's it, something's over and like it's hard to let go because there will be sadness, you know, but you have to do that to fully move into your new life. And I think that that will clear your mind up for figuring out what you want to do as far as transitioning. It'll open you up emotionally as to meeting that perfect person for you, you know, and Mm -hmm. all these things will come into your life that you, you know, you're, you're ready for and deserve to have. Yeah. I mean, you know, right now, even, even, I mean, going back to my sexual life, but even that, has changed where that was probably of my last hurrah. Right. You're not into that anymore. You want more, like I said, intimacy. You I want, want to be with somebody that, that you actually like. Right. Yeah. I think that that's great because you've never experienced that. Never. I never experienced that where I was all of me. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I've had relationships and I've, there's always been a part of me that's been cut off. Right. So that's not true intimacy. This is going to be a a real big thing for you, you know? So you just Mm got to let go of the past, your old life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you're, and you're right there. You've, you've, you're doing it. It's major. I think and it's great. I love this because now I've been doing my podcast for so long that it could be like two years almost since I've spoken to somebody, right? And there could be like Mm -hmm. drastic changes, you know, because like I always say, it's not like the movies, like things don't just change overnight, right? Like it takes a while, you know, no one just like, I know that you say like, oh, you just wake up one day and you make the change. But what I think happens in situations like that is you were making it. A long yeah. time, right? Like, and and then one day it just you finally do it. You know, you pull the trigger. But probably yeah. a lot of things were happening before that that led up to that um, time. I was, I was playing around in my head for a month. Right, of course, and you were doing a lot uh-huh. of other things, and you you probably thinking about it, wanting it, like whatever. But it's just like, and then right. it feels like it's one day, but it it takes time to get to that place. You know, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, but yeah, now was, you know, I, I could see like a real major transformation in somebody that called up into my show i remember one thing really standing out to me about you was how closed off i mean and you would think the most thing that would stand out to me is like all these other things right (laughs) but it was more so the fact that you were so cut off emotionally from people you know Mm -hmm. uh that to me i felt like was the the Oh, the the saddest part of your story. Nothing else was sad, right? That was like a thing because you know, you, they say what really affects happiness is your quantity and quality of your relationships, mm-hmm. not the quality, the quantity, the quality of your relationships. You know, so y- it's you really need people and you need to be close to people in life. Like that's like the, the best part of life, like real relationships and real closeness with people and stuff. And I I think that because you had this whole other thing that you couldn't be honest with, you sacrificed having that in your life. So now you're going to, and you'll see that there's a really big difference and it's much more fulfilling, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I can trace back the beginning of this process was our first podcast. Right. Because before then, I really haven't talked. I didn't talk to anybody. So, so it was my way of talking to someone. Right. But th- right. Have- how so? And that was like a really bold move at that time, right? Mm-hmm. For I, you, because at that time, I just started with a therapist. Yeah. And. And that helped you then to, to get on here and talk her, about yeah. it, and then fast well, forward. Being on here helped me open up to her. Oh, right, right, right. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's all major, but those are all things that you were ready for. And then eventually, like a year and a half later, you're like letting everybody know you're talking to your sister. I mean, I couldn't be happier for you. Like, and like I said, and now that I'm doing my podcast for so long, like I could see these Mm -hmm. kind of transformations, which I think are really wonderful because I didn't, I did want to call an advice show and I did like to help people. It turned into like this crazy show with all this crazy sex stuff, but I still think that I do help people because I can't tell you how many emails I get from people that don't even call into my show, but also for the people that call into my show to say that like they're really love the fact that there's a place where people could just like sort of be who they are, not feel judgmental mm-hmm. and let their stuff air and people feel really good about that. Say, you know, and it does yeah. help things. And for you, it like set things in motion, you know, and uh, I mm-hmm. think that that's really great. 
I like it because I do feel like I'm helping people too as well. Yeah. And that helps other people because they hear you what's going on with you. And it's just, it's like really fantastic. This is like a great update. And what I want from you next, Sam, is your update at the end of the year, because this is your year. I believe that you'll have your, you'll have your transitioning figured out. I don't, it's a 50, 50 toss up. I couldn't even predict. Sometimes I like to make predictions, but I don't know. I, what you're going to figure out at the end of the year, whatever you figure out is going to be 100% right for you. Uh, but, mm-hmm. and I think you'll know before the end of the year. And you know, when I do my updates at the end of the year, which I always do, you're going to have to let me know where you're at. I will. I would definitely will. And then after that's going to come your partner. Mm-hmm. For sure. Bring your, bring your sister to a meeting. Just do it. Yeah, no, I have to do it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's. You think it'll be I, uncomfortable? I'm a little nervous because she's never met me that way. She never met me. She, first, but, but yeah, but you're. I'm telling you, she said she was like disappointed. She's gonna love it. She's a girl. To see you as yeah. a girl and your makeup. She's gonna be critiquing you. Like the uncomfortable <laughs> thing that you think about is gonna be gone in two seconds after she actually gets there and just starts talking. You'll see. It'll be fine. You know, you have to pull, you have to pull, you have to just do it. Do what's uncomfortable. That's how you create real change in your life. And everything that you have done has been that way, right? Like, I'm sure Mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable to do things, but like, that's the way that you make shit move in your life. So even though it's a little uncomfortable and scary and what weird with your sister, just do it. It's really scary. Yeah. It's really scary. And, you know. It's scary because all my life, I've structured my life very, like, everything was structured. Everything was in its place. Everything, this this compartment was this, this compartment yeah. was that. Yeah, you were in control. And it all melted away. And it all, and I know honestly, it melted away when I went to the Pride Parade. When you what? Went to the Pride Parade in New York City. Okay. That's cool. Something just clicked in my mind and all these, all the structures I put in my mind to protect me uh-huh. just run away. Right. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Liberating things. I, feel, I don't feel as bogged down as I used to. Yeah, because you're not controlling everything. That's how you're mm-hmm. supposed to... You're not supposed to be uber in control of everything. That's all comes out of fear. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And of course you had to do that because you were, had a huge thing. You were... Holding like you had a huge thing you were hiding from people, so it took every things. yeah it took every bit of you to uh-huh. at all times to be defensive to like you know that truth coming out. So you had to keep things like that to keep things going. Uh-huh. But now you don't have any of that. You're learning true strength, and now you're stronger uh-huh. than you've ever been because you're not having to do any of that stuff. So this is the real strength. So yeah, it's going to take some balls, and it is really scary to meet with your sister and have her come. But at the end of that night, when you're home and you shut your door and it's over, you're going to be like, wow, I'm so glad I did that. And that was huge. And it wasn't that bad. And listen, it might not be 100% great, but you'll be really happy you did it. Well, I'm not worried worried about the group. The group would be like, I think they would all be like, yes, you know, welcome her because I think they're all saying to me why haven't you done it yet 
And you don't have to worry about her. She wants to go. I think that that's so super oh. cool of her. That's so nice of her. Seriously. And the fact that she was disappointed that you didn't come. You got to let her in. You know, she's a she's a, a woman who doesn't have like she's got kids, but, you know, she doesn't have a mother or father either. Like you're her only family. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, she would probably she's probably craving being closer with you, too. Yeah, she's trying. Yeah, she's trying. She's really ready. She's. It's really all. It's your. It's you. The ball's in your court. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be fine. It's. It's you that has the issue. Yeah, totally. And I, there's not. I've there's, said that. Right, but there's no reason for you to have an issue right now. You're. You have a, a great support group. Your sister knows she wants to go. You're only, I promise you, you're only going to be happy at the end of that day when you close the door in your home. You're going to be like, phew. You're going to be glad mm-hmm. you did it. It It's going to be exhausting. You're going to be very tired because it's going to take a lot out of you. But it's all going to be good, 100%. You just got to get over that initial thing that you're afraid of is like the first five seconds of seeing her. Everything else after that's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is set the date, do the time, pick her up and everything's going to be good and let me know what happens with that please you have to keep me posted okay Mm -hmm. do that by the end of september and and then let me know and then we talk in december with to to figure out what's going on with you okay okay keep me posted sam good luck and thanks for the update it was really wonderful i'm so i'm really happy for you it's major I've been trying, I've been thinking about updating you for a while, and I was like, you know, every time I would think, I had to email you, then something else happened, and I'm like... Yeah, oh, major, no, this is the perfect time, because now we have a couple mm-hmm. months before we get to see what else happens by the end of this right. year. So this was good. Thanks so much for calling in. No problem. And Thank you for having me. No problem. Call me. Keep me posted, and good luck. I will. All right, bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.